0: Hare Krishna. So today is a very auspicious day of Balaram Jayanti and Lord uh, Balaram is the first expansion of Krishna. So the position of Balaram, uh, how he is situated, we have to understand. And that is explained in the this chapter, fifth chapter of the Adha of Chaitanya Charitamrita. What is the position of Balaram? Usually, you know, Generally, uh, Hindus they know Balram as one of the incarnations of Krishna. If you see, if you see the Mahabharata, the character who is playing, I mean, the person who is playing the character Krishna, he will be good looking and all. The Balram will be some middle-aged fatso who is with a beard and uh, like, <laughs> not even properly. But actually, he is supreme personality of Godhead himself. There's no difference between Krishna and Balram and it uh, <clears throat> is said that the only difference between Krishna and Balaram is their color, complexion. complexion. Krishna is dark and Balaram is white, otherwise they are pretty much equal. But of course Balaram has a special uh, side to him, I mean his role is that he serves Krishna. Servitor Godhead. So he in his different expansions has completely <clears throat> has completed the entire service of Krishna. That's why his name is called Shesha. And we know Sheshnag. Shesha means the end. It means he has reached the end of the service of Krishna. So here in this fifth chapter, actually we have covered this in our Chaitanya Charitamrita classes. This uh, whole chapter we have gone in extreme depth. So, I think I'm, I don't know how many sessions it took to complete this chapter. I think a total of 230 verses in this chapter. So, the glories of Lord Nityananda Balaram here. <clears throat> so, why are we learning about Nityananda? Because, um, what is that song? Um, Balaram Hoylo Nithai. What is that song? Rajendra Nandana Jay, Sachi Sutta Hoilo Se Balaram Hoilo Nithai, Nathan Das is In fact, there is another book called Gaur Ganudesh Deepika, written by Kavikaranapur, the son of Shivanandasena. I think the third son, Shivanandasena. So he has written this book called Gaur Ganudesh Deepika, which states every single character in Chaitanya Leela and tells what character he was in Krishna Leela. For example, Haridas Thakur, he is Brahma. And Arjuna, I mean Ramananda Rai is, you know, expansion of Arjuna and also Vishakha. And uh, likewise, each of the characters in the Chaitanya Leela, who they were in the, their original forms, uh, that is mentioned in the book called Gauragannu Desha Deepika. So, there also it is mentioned Nityananda Prabhu, is Balram himself and Jaitanya Mahaprabhu of course is Radha and Krishna combined. So, here the five expansions of Nityananda is are explained. In fact, there are five verses glorifying Lord Nityananda. Now, we will just go there. Yeah. One second. We will just go there so that you can get an idea. The first 17 verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, first chapter, are very, very important verses. And then the first 8 chapters of this Adilila are dedicated to these, especially the first 14. 3 verses after that are the Sambandhadeva. Abhidaya Adadeva and Prayojana Adadeva. Anyway, it's technical. But uh, you see here, I think the first six verses are about chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then the seventh verse to the eleventh verse are about Nithananda Prabhu. So let's just uh, see these verses, very nice verses. So this seventh verse is the summary mentioning all five expansions of Nithyananda Prabhu. Sankarsana karanato yashai garbhodashai chapayodhishai sheshas chayasyam shakala sanitya nanda karamahasharanam So, Sankarshana means Mahasankarshan in the spiritual sky. This is the first expansion of Balram after Balram. Karanatoyashai, that means the Karanadakasai Vishnu who lies in the causal ocean. Garbhaudashai, uh, Garbhodakasai Vishnu, who lies in the Garbhodaka ocean of the universe. Cha Payaha Abdhishai, Shirodakasai Vishnu who lies in the ocean of milk. And then, yes, uh, next is Sheshaha, Sheshanag, the couch of Vishnu. Cha Yasya Amsha Kalaha, uh, parts. Plan, parts of the plenary portions, Saha Nityananda akhya known as Nityananda Rama, Lord Balaram, Sharanamma Maastu, let, let me take my shelter. <coughs> so, Sankarsana, Karanatha Krishaya Vishnu, Garbhoda Krishaya Vishnu, Shirodha Vishnu and Sheshanatha. Who are the five? Sankarsana, Mahasankarsana, Mahavishnu, Garbhodaka Shai Vishnu, Shirodaka Shai Vishnu and yes. Shesha. So, uh, I hope you know the difference, I mean, Karanadaka Shai Vishnu, Garbhodaka Shai Vishnu, Shirodaka Vishnu, where they are situated. You know? You not know? No? You <coughs> don't know what is happening? <laughs> so, so, Sankarshan, the Lord Sankarshan is in the spiritual world. Haridham. What is that? Golokanam ni nichadham, nichaleta tasya, Devi Mahesha Haridham, asuteshuteshu, te te prabhava nichayavi hitascha yena, govindamadi purusham, tamaham bhajami. So, in the spiritual world, he is known as Sankarshan. And do you know that the name, what? WhatsApp, Hi, my WhatsApp is not connected, I do not connect to the internet. So, <coughs> in the spiritual world, what I was saying, I forgot. Sankarshan. I was saying something. Lord Sankarshan, um, in fact, there are many things to be told about Sankarshan. So, anyway, Sankarshan is the basis of the existence of the spiritual world. The entire material and spiritual world, everything rests on Sankarshan. In fact, the principle of gravity is coming from Sankarshan. You know, Akarshan means what? Attraction. Akarshan means attraction. So, a magnet is called akarsha, Akarsha, because it can attract. Now, gravity is also akarshan, because everything is attracted towards the ground. But they think it is because of the mass and everything. But our Vedic explanation of attraction is sankarshan. Sang, the prefix sum is used when it is complete. Purna means complete, but sampurna means complete, complete. <laughs> it's like, you know, absolutely complete. So, a Sam, whenever it is used, it is Samyak. Samyak means fully. That Samyak is prefixed as Sam. So, Sankarshan means he attracts everything. So, it is said that the hoods in the Sankarshan, you know, in the Adishesh, in the hoods in the snake, form of the Lord the universes are situated on his hoods and he doesn't even know where they are because he doesn't even feel their existence as <laughs> stated in this chapter hmm. and that is how powerful he is we are you know singing Jairadha Madhava Kunja Bihari Girivaradhari he has lifted Govardhan hill actually that is not very great for him it is nothing what to speak of Goerth Hill? What to speak of the entire Earth? What to speak of the entire universe? Millions and trillions of universes are being held in the, by the, on the hoods of the Adishesh, And he doesn't even know. <laughs> he doesn't even know. <clears throat> so, like that it is described. So, anyway. So, Sankarshan is in the spiritual world. Yeah? In the material world. Yeah, this was the thing I was saying which I... was disconnected. So, the word Vishnu, the name Vishnu is only known in the material world. In the spiritual world, he is no, not known as Vishnu. Because Vishnu means Vishate Yad, tad Vishnu. Vishate means one who enters. This this whole material world, when, when he enters this material world, that is when he is known as Vishnu. And the first Vishnu, the first incarnation, Incarnation, in Sanskrit the word is avatar. In the spiritual world they are not called avatars, they are called amsha or kala. In fact, incarnations are also kala, amsha. In the spiritual world he is not, he is not incarnation or avatar. Avatar means one who descends. Avatar means one who ascends. You know, if you know some music, this first one, this is Aroha Pantha, aroha, aroha, Arohana, and descending is Avarohana. So Ava, whenever there is Ava, there is a descending. So when he descends from the spiritual to the material world, you descend only from a higher place to lower place, right? So spiritual world is para Paraprakriti. Material world is Aparaprakriti. So, when he descends from the Paraprakriti to the Aparaprakriti, he is known as Avatar. In the spiritual world, he has not descended anywhere. He is the same. Sarvam Khalvidam, Brahma. Everything is spiritual there. There is no inferior energy there. So, there is no dissension there. But here, there is dissension. So, when he descends... Of course, we have also descended from the spiritual world, but we are not an Avatar. We have been forced here. But he comes of his own accord. That's why Janmakarma is a So now, when he descends, he is known as Vishnu. He enters. Now he oh. enters thrice. Thrice he enters. One Vishnu, his first entrance in the Maha, is the Mahavishnu. Yeah? Where he lies down in the causal ocean. Kharana Udaka Shai. Shai means Shayanam, means one who lies down. <clears throat> so karanodaka means one who lies down in the causal ocean so then oh, what is that yashyai ganishvasita kala matha valambya jivantiloma vilaja jagadanna natha vishnur mahans ihayasya kala vishesho govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami so kala is a part of the part amsha means part Kala means portion of the portion, but when you say God's portion in His own incarn, Vishnu Tattva, they are all in the same. So anyway, He is as powerful as Krishna, but He comes and universes come out from His pores. That big. He is just breathing only. Universes are created and universes are destroyed. So now we are existing means the universes have come out. That means He is exhaling still. Still exhalation is going on. One breath is one lifetime of Brahma. <laughs> one breath of Mahavishnu. That big exhalation. And in inhalation everything is taken in. So, that is Karanodakashaya Vishnu, first entrance. Okay? Next, Garbha Garbhavudakashaya Vishnu. This is called Garbhodakashaya Vishnu, second entrance. Please note all these things. Hmm? Second entrance, Garbha means what? Something which has, which is dark, which is fully, tightly packed, that is called Garbha. So this universe is like a Garbha. Each universe of the millions of universes are like Garbhas, tightly packed shells. So in that he enters again, second entrance, in each and every universe he enters. And then he expands his perspiration and then half of the universe he fills up with this water, half. So whatever space we see, everything is in the other half. Hmm. So in that there is planetary systems and all the space we see. So that is Garbhodakushaya Vishnu, there he lies on the the anta And then Lakshmi is massaging his feet and then from his navel, the lotus flower sprouts and Brahma is born. And then he engineers the rest of the universe. Now, there is another planet called Shweta Dweep. Shweta means what? Deva. Huh? Dua. No. Shweta means white. Shweta means white. So Shweta Dweep, Dweep means what? Island. Island. So, planets are known as islands because in the ocean of space, air or ether, these are islands. So, planets are also called dvipas, in that sense. So, shweta means a white island, the white planet. Why is it white? Milk ocean, the ocean of milk. So, in that planet, there is an ocean of milk. Bhogi Madhavaya Madhu It's there in the Mukandamalastotra. 50th verse. So oh. the kshira Sagar. And then he is lying on this giant mountain like serpent. Mountain like not a small snake, you know like you know, mountain like a mountain like serpent. Anantasesh, and then the the ocean milk. You know the waves in the ocean. So the milk ocean, the waves are striking hard. You know when it hits the rock, you know the water just flies like this, and then there's a spray of water that is mentioned in that Mukundamala Stotra verse. Shira So that that uh, the heavy waves are splashing on the you know this Anantasesh um, body, and then the spray of milk is. You know being the blood is being bathed by the milk like that <clears throat> so that is shirodakasaya vishnu why is that called the third entrance because in that that expansion of shirodakasaya vishnu he lies down there but then his expansion those paramatma enters each and every body <clears throat> each and every body each and every atom so each and every atom he enters into. So that is the third entrance. First entrance into the material world. Second entrance into each and every universe. Third entrance into each and every atom. Three times he enters. That's why it's called Vishnu. One who enters. So these are the garbha, karna, karna toya shayi, garbha udashai, Paya means milk, abdhi means ocean. So these are expansions sheshav, you know, you know, he acts as the, he not only acts as the couch, I mean the, the bed. In fact, that is also a good thing because, I mean, good example. Now there is a mattress of king coil, you know, king coil mattress. The real coil is the real king, you know, the Sheshav. Best bed and it's also cooling. Snake is, you know, cold-blooded. Of course, the Lord has no blood, but <laughs> still very soft. So, these are the... this is the verse. So, Nityananda Prabhu is same as Balaram. So, this is this verse. Nandakhyarama sharanam mamastu. So, this, the translation is here. May Sri Nityananda Ram be the object of my constant remembrance. Sankarshan, Sheshanag and the Vishnus who lie on the Karana Ocean, Garbha Ocean and Ocean of Milk are His plenary portions and the portions of His plenary portions. This is the first verse about Nityananda Now, there are four other verses which go into a little bit detail. First verse about Sankarshan only. This now it is mentioned Sankarshan, all these five. First you think about Sankarshan only, then there is Karanodaki Shai Vishnu, Garbhodaki Shai Vishnu, Shirodaki Vishnu, I think Shesha, I don't know why they mention let's see, I forgot about it. So, eighth verse, scene. Mayati te vyapivai kunthaloke Poornaishwariye shri chatur yuha madhye Rupam yasyodbhati Sankarshanakhyam Tam Shri Nityananda Ramam Prapatye. I surrender unto the lotus feet of Sri Nityananda Ram, who is known as Sankarshan in the midst of the Chaturvyuha. What is Chaturvyuha? The Lord's expansion from Balaram. There is Chaturvyuha. What is that? Four expansions. Uh, Vasudev, Sankarshan, Pradyumna, Aniruddha. Now there are multiple expansions of each of these but you know we will just mention these. Huh? He possesses full opulences Puranayishwarya. What is the Aishwarya? What are the Aishwarya's of the law? Hmm. That one, I don't know the full verse. Aishwarya, Aishwarya sir samagrasya jnana bhaga Itingana. So, this is from the Parashar Muni in the Vishnu Purāṇa. The definition of Bhagavān, this Aishwarya, the six opulences. What are they? Wealth, uh, strength, then there is uh, fame, beauty, knowledge, renunciation, six opulences. So, Pūrnaishwarya Shri Chaturvyuha so, he is in the midst of the this Chaturvyuha and he, is, he possesses full opulences and resides in Vaikunthaloka, far beyond the material creation. This is Sankarshan. Yeah? Next verse. And actually, if you go to the previous verse, there is one word there. Okay. Now you see there is a word, you know, this, uh, the verse, you see, there is an interesting word. Maya Bharta Janda Sangha Shete Sakshat Karanam Bodhi Madhyaya Yasyai Kam Shamsri Pumanadi Devas Tam Shri Nityananda Ramam Prapadya yasya eka amsha, this word. Remember this word. In the next verses we will see interesting expansions of this word. So what is the meaning of this one? Maya Bharta, the master of the illusory energy. He is not a product of illusory energy, he is Maya Bharta. Aja anda sangha, of the multitude of universes, ashraya, the shelter. So this is the Karanadavishaya Vishnu. I offer my full obeisances under the feet of Sri Nityananda Ram, whose partial representation, called Karanodaksha Vishnu, lying on the Karana ocean, is the original Purusha, the master of the illusory energy and the shelter of all the universes. Now, we are kind of Purusha, but we are fake Purushas. <laughs> we are trying to be enjoyers, yes, but we are completely overpowered by the Prakriti, which is the Maya. But he is the master of Maya. He is the real Purusha, the original Purusha. Purusha Prakriti Stohi Bhunte Prakriti Jan Gunan 1322 Bhagavad Gita it is said. We are, you know, we are classified as Purusha there. But in 7.5 we are classified among para Paraprakriti. But actually our original thing is Prakriti. <laughs> but we have taken on this form of Purusha now or taken on the tendency of a Purusha which is not natural to us. But we are all fake Purusha. We want to be master here, but actually we are not the real master. Ishwara Krishna. So, Maya Bharta. This is Karnadoka Next. Okay, remember this word. Yasyay huh? Yeah. Now you see. Next verse. First word you see. Yes, yam shamsha shri la jam loka sankhatan Loka srashtu suti kadha tam Shri Nityanandaram prapadye. Yasyai kamsah, Now, yes, Yasya shamsha. Yes, ye hmm. amsha amsha. Amsha amsha a portion of a plenary portion. Just now it was eka now Amsa-amsa. So because he is expansion from Karanadagashaya Vishnu. I offer my full obeisances unto the feet of Sri Nithyanand Ram, a partial part of whom is Garbhodagashaya Vishnu. From the navel of Garbhodagashaya Vishnu sprouts the lotus that is the birthplace of Brahma, the engineer of the universe. The stem of that lotus is the resting place of the multitude of planets. So where are the planets situated? The stem of that lotus, how big is the stem <laughs> <clears throat> Now these are all Purusha avatars, these three, these three Purusha, Vishnu, the three Vishnu are Purusha avatars, there are six types of avatars, Purusha avatars, Leela avatars, Manmantra avatars, Yuga avatars, there is uh, a avatars, one more I missed out. Six types of avatars. Yeah. Lila avatar, done. Yuga avatar. Okay. Purush avatar, Yuga avatar, lila avatar, Manmantra avatar, Shaktayavish avatar, One avatar. Gun uh, huh? avatar. Correct. That is that. Gun avatar. So, there are six types of avatars. Not six avatars, six types. Six classifications of avatars. Now, these three are called Purush avatars. Now, next verse, you see. Yes, Yam, Sham, Sham, Shamsha. Paratma khilanam Poshta Vishnurbhati Dugdha Abhishai Shauni Bhartyat Kalasopyanantas Tam Shri Nityananda Rām Aṃsha, 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 portion of a portion of a clenary portion. Paratma Khilanam. I offer my respectful obeisances under the feet of Shri Nityananda Rām whose secondary part is the Vishnu lying in the ocean of milk. That Shirodhukashaya Vishnu is the super soul of all living entities and the maintainer of all the universes. Sheshanag is his further sub part. So Sheshanag is just included in this. Anantam Sheshanag. Now, how many Vishnus are there? This is three, right? Technically three, but if you actually count, innumerable. There is one Mahavishnu. Garbhoda Vishnu, how many? One per, one per universe. One per universe. And how many universes? Unlimited, unlimited universes. So there are unlimited Garbhoda vishnus And how many Sriradakishayavishnus? One per universe. One per universe? One per universe. So there are unlimited per universe. And there are unlimited universes, unlimited times unlimited. So that many Purusha avatars itself. So okay, so now we will go to the fifth chapter. So we will read the introduction. This chapter Is chiefly devoted to describing the essential nature and glories of Sri Nityananda Prabhu. Lord Sri Krishna is the absolute personality of Godhead, and his first expansion in a form for pastimes is Sri Balaram. His first expansion of Krishna. Krishna expanded into multi, multi, innumerable forms, but the first expansion is Balaram. When we say first, it's not that. Balram came first and then the other incarnations came. No, that, isn't, that means at, at some point in time it happened. That it's all eternal. Although we say first, because we have a shortage of language, um, this thing, we say first. But actually it's not that at some point in time Balram came first and then after that, you know, the vasudev Sankarshan was born and nothing like that. Eternally they are there. But just still it is a considered first. Beyond the limitation of this material world is a spiritual sky, Paravyoma, which has many spiritual planets, the supreme of which is called Krishna Loka. Krishna Loka, the abode of Krishna, has three divisions which are known as Dwarka, Mathura, and Gokula. So in the Golokrindavan there are three. In that abode, the personality of God expands himself into four planetary portions Krishna, Balaram, pradyumna Transcendental Cupid, and Aniruddha. They are known as the original quadruple forms. In Krishna Loka is a transcendental place known as Shvetadvip or Vrindavan. So there is another Shvetadvip in the Krishna Loka. Huh? It is known as Vrindavan there in the Krishna Loka. So below Krishna Loka in the spiritual sky are the Vaikuntha planets. On each Vaikuntha planet, a four handed Narayana expanded from the first quadruple manifestation is present. This is very very technical. Very technical, you know. <laughs> so there are very specific informations. So on each vaikuntha planet, a four-handed Narayana expanded from the first quadruple manifestation is present. The personality of Godhead known as Sri Balaram in Krishna Loka is the original Sankarshan, attracting deity. Sankarshan means attraction deity. So he is not only the gravity material attraction, gravity, but also spiritual attraction. That's why Krishna and Sankarshan is actually synonymous. Hmm. Krishna means the all attractive. Sankarshan means one who attracts again, one who attracts everything towards him. So, not only by his power, the gravity is actually not according to mass and all. According to Vedic understanding, we understand is because of the power of Lord Sankarshan, Adisesya. But even spiritually, he attracts. Once we know about him, the only reason why we are not attracted to Krishna because of the material dust that is covering I saw magnet you know Uh, I just made a search that uh, quite a few years back magnet it attracts iron so but when there is rust on the iron there is feeble attraction towards the magnet not very not very uh, how to say strong very feeble attraction when there's rust. So now we are all rusty with material you know contamination. But in our pure form, we are irresistibly attracted towards Krishna. That is Sankarshan. Complete attraction. And from this Sankarshan expands another Sankarshan called Maha who resides in one of the Vaikuntha planets. By his internal potency, Maha maintains the transcendental existence of all the planets in the spiritual sky. Now, Yogamaya manages the entire spiritual world, right? But she is nothing but the, the potency of Maha Whereas, uh, where all the living beings are eternally liberated souls. The influence of the material na- energy is conspicuous there by its absence. It means, it means absolutely no material energy there. If you see conspicuous, see, the meaning of conspicuous, clearly visible, clearly visible, attracting notice or attention. So conspicuous by its absence means what? This phrase always uh, tricked me for many years. Why is it said like this? Conspicuous by its absence. How is it clearly visible when it is absent? No. What attraction? No, if it is not there, here it is said that the material energy is not present in the spiritual world. It is said that conspicuous by its absence. Why is it said like that? So why it is conspicuous? Why is it clearly noticeable? So there is nothing about it there. It's So why is it noticeable if it is not there? <laughs> Blitz. Eh? Blitz. No, the thing is, say like for example here, if, um, suppose now for example, grace Prabhu, he is here. Now suddenly he goes to stay travelling preaching India. Now when you come, where is Prabhu? Although he is not visible, he is most conspicuous because you notice him, because he is not there. Here, it is his, you know, in the material world, this influence of material energy is here. But there, it is not there, completely not there. And therefore, it is conspicuous because it is missing there. Especially for us, in souls, <laughs> we only know Maya and nothing else. And that is completely absent in the spiritual. So, in that way, so it is conspicuous there by its absence. On those planets, the second quadruple manifestation is present. Outside of the Vaikuntha planets is the impersonal manifestation of Sri Krishna, which is known as the Brahmaloka, which is the Brahma Jyoti. On the other side of Brahmaloka is a spiritual Karana Samudra or causal ocean. The material energy exists on the other side of the causal ocean without touching it. So now you get an idea, it is also known as Viraja river, it is called Karana Samudra but also known as Viraja river. This river on this side of the shore, our side of the shore is the material world, on the other side of the shore is the spiritual world. And here on the other side although it is the material world is there but it is not touching, material energy does not touch. Spiritual energy. In the causal ocean is Mahavishnu, the original Purusha expansion from Sankarshan. This Mahavishnu places his glance over the material energy and by reflection of his transcendental body, he amalgamates himself within the material elements. As, a, as the source of the material elements, the material energy is known as Pradhana. And as the source of the manifestations of the material energy, it is known as Maya. again maya also two, two, two due two divisions pradhan and maya hmm? pradhan and prakriti so pradhan is the, the ingrediential elements material elements as the source of material elements now when they become manifest in contact with the three modes and form these different multi multi forms that we see in this in the material world or combinations of the three modes uh, then it is known as maya prakriti manifest prakriti but material nature is inert in that she has no independent power to do anything she is empowered to make the cosmic manifestation by the glance of mahavishnu therefore the material energy is not the original cause of the material manifestation rather the transcendental glance of mahavishnu over material nature produces that cosmic manifestation mahavishnu again enters every universe as the reservoir of all living entities Gashaya vishnu from Garbhodagasaya Vishnu expands Gashaya Vishnu, the super soul of every living entity. Garbhodagasaya Vishnu also has his own Vaikuntha planet in every universe where he lives as a super soul or supreme controller of the universe. Garbhodagasaya Vishnu reclines in the midst of the watery portion of the universe and generates the first living creature of the universe, Brahma. The imaginary universal form is a partial manifestation of Garbhodagasaya Vishnu. Even the universal form is. Manifestation of gar Vishnu. In the Vaikuntha planet, in every universe is an ocean of milk. So, the, the Shvetadvip is actually a Vaikuntha planet in the material world. <clears throat> and within that ocean is an island called Shvetadvip, where Lord Vishnu lives. Therefore, this chapter describes two Shvetadvips: one in the abode of Krishna and the other in the ocean of milk in every universe. The Shweta in the abode of Krishna is identical with Vrindavan Dham which is the place where Krishna appears himself to display his loving pastimes. The Shvetadvip within every universe is a Shesha form of Godhead who serves Vishnu by assuming the form of his umbrella, slippers, couch, pillows, garments, residence, sacred thread, throne and so on. Now why the abode in Vrindavan Dham in the Krishna Loka is called Shweta What is white about it? Balarama. No, there is a verse in Brahma samhita <clears throat> I don't know if this thing has or not, um, let me see, I can just open this, actually we sing in the Brahma samhita song, the last two verses, you can see there, why is it known as say that we here 5 dot 56 I think. You see this part, Sayatrakshira Dhisravati Surabhi Bhya Sha This part Shriya Kanta Kanta Parama Purusha Kalpatraho Duma Gumeshinta Mani Garnama Ito Yamamritam ānandam jyotih paramapitā rāsvādhyām api ca sayantra kṣīrāṃ dhī savati surā nimē nahī yatrāpi samaya bhaje śveta dvīpam miha Now here, it's called Shvetadvi because the ocean of milk from the Surabhi cows. Because Goloka means the abode of the cows. I think they ever made a movie, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> but actually Krishna Goloka is the planet of the cows. So there the milk that is flowing from them has made it all white. I worship that transcendental seat known as Shvetadweep where, as loving consorts, the Lakshmis in their unalloyed spiritual essence practice the amorous service of the Supreme Lord Krishna as their only lover, where every tree is a transcendental purpose tree, where the soil is the purpose gem. All water is nectar, every word is a song, every gate is a dance, the flute is a favorite attendant, effulgence is full of transcendental bliss and the supreme spiritual entities are all enjoyable and tasty where numberless milk cows always emit transcendent lotions of milk. <laughs> where there is eternal existence of transcendental time, who is ever-present and without past or future, and hence is not subject to the quality of passing away for even, even for the space of half a moment. Nimesha <inaudible> Ardha means half a moment. Ardha means half. Nahiv yasya, what is that? Vrajati nahi yatra Samaya. Nimeshardha va vrajati nahi. means, even half a moment does not pass in the spiritual world. Hmm. So, um, that realm is known as Goloka only to a very few self-realized souls in this world. So, this is the reason why it is called Shvetadviva in the Vrindavan, because of the milk from the cows. <coughs> now, what is this? Contents of the Gita summarized. This was not a. <laughs> okay. So I don't think we have much time to discuss everything about Balram. We'll just discuss a little bit. We'll read the summary and then a couple of pastimes and we'll. So now, the Shweta is the abode of Krishna and is identical with Vrindavan Dham, which is the place where Krishna appears himself to display his loving pastimes. In the Shweta Dweep, within every universe, is a Shesha form of Godhead who serves Vishnu by assuming the form of his umbrella, slippers, couch, pillows, garments, residence, sacred thread, throne and so on. So all the paraphernalia of the Lord is non-different from the Lord because it is the Lord Himself who expanded Himself as the paraphernalia. Who is that? Sankarshan. Shesha. Lord Baladeva in Krishnaloka is Nityananda Prabhu. Therefore, Nityananda Prabhu is the original Sankarshan. And Mahasankarshan and his expansions as the Purushas in the universes are plenary expansions of Nityananda Prabhu. In this chapter, the author has described the history of his leaving home for a personal pilgrimage to Vrindavan, and his achieving all success there. Okay, this is another, this is the other part of it. So we can understand uh, the position of Balaram a little bit from this summary. But if you really want to understand, Um, You can read this whole chapter, you know, we have also done class on this, Um, you can read all this. Um, So, uh, Balaram, he, when he came, Krishna and Balaram, they established two very important things. Although they were born to Vasudeva and Devaki, of course transferred into the womb of Rohini. Although Kshatriya, in Kshatriya families they were born, immediately after their birth, they were put in the Gokul. They went to Vrindavan, Gokul. There they exhibited the activities of Vaishya. Krishna is known as Gopal. And Balaram is called Haladhara. He is the holder of the ploughshare. Plough is used for agriculture. So, agriculture and cow protection are very, very important. And Krishna and Balaram, uh, they, uh, I mean, demonstrated the importance. Namo brahmanya devaya go brahmana hitayacham jagadhitaya krishnaya govindaya namo namaha So, Namo brahmanya devaya, he, he worships brahmanas. He is worshipped by brahmanas and he worships brahmanas also. Go brahmana hitayacha He is the well-wisher of cows and brahmanas. That means he does not wish well for others. No. If these two are taken care of, hitaya. Hita means welfare. If go brahmana hitayacha is taken care of, then hitaya will automatically be possible because they will lead the rest, because they are the leaders, I mean, Brahmanas are the leaders. Cow is very essential, this veganism nonsense is, you know, another atheistic propaganda. So, cow means, all the products of the cow, cow urine, cow dung, of course cow milk and cow milk has so many preparations we can do. And all this offered to Krishna, Krishna himself ate butter. And one, there is one video of one so-called vegan in India. I think his name is Arvind or something. He is uh, he is propagating that oh Krishna uh, he does not uh, you know eat. I mean he ate that time, but he did not take from a cow. Huh? Then how did he? get? <laughs> part is he <it> talking about? <laughs> I think the other day we went to one house and they gave us almond milk for the first time in my life. I drank almond milk. Oh, horrible. <laughs> horrible taste. <laughs> so. Um, and first, I mean, cow milk is very nutritious. Āhāra-shuddhau sattva-shuddhi sattva-shuddhau dhruva smriti hi smṛti-lambhe sarva-graṇṭhināṁ vipra-mokṣaḥ This is from the Chandogya Upanishad quoted in the uh, Bhagavad Gita chapter 3, text 11, purport. So by our, if our Āhāra becomes shuddha, our food becomes pure, then sattva-shuddhi, sattva means our existence becomes purified and sattva shuddhau dhruva smriti will have developed very short memory and especially cow milk is very essential for this to get that brain substance. To understand sarva-granthina, all the, of course, grantha means uh, the scriptures, But Granthina Vipramoksha means, of Granthi means knot, Hade Granthi. Hmm. So that uh, all, from all the granthi, all the knots of our material attachment, knots means our attachment. We cannot give up, you know, when you tie two ropes together, it cannot detach, knot. So like that we are, now we cannot detach ourselves because we are knotted to all our attachments. And the biggest attachment is women, family, this is how everything starts. From one knot, I think three knots that I, it's a dead knot, you know, it's a dead knot. <laughs> so, from that starts millions of knots. So, like that. So, these knots, Sarva Granthinam Vipramoksha, we become released from this just by proper food of course not only food eating only we have to (laughs) that's why I take go and brahmana and also in previous ages it was even more significant because cow ghee is used for sacrifice which is how to please lord Vishnu now also can be done by Abhishek and also cooking whether we cook and offer to Krishna or we put the grains and ghee in the fire in the yajna pit it's the same thing it is said that the, the fire in the Yajna, that is the tongue, the blazing tongue of Lord Vishnu. It's so like the mouth and the offering. So, that is uh, Yajna process. So, other, uh, whether we cook and you know, offer on the plate or like that, it is the same thing. So, ghee is used in the cooking for the Lord or in the Yajna process. So, and you know, this is, these are all essential for human life. So, Krishna and Balaram when they came, Uh, they taught this thing cow protection and agriculture all economic problems will be solved with these two no other big big uh, cbd uh, you know financial districts and you know speculation and all no no, not required not required after all what we need we need food and we need shelter that we can get with these two that's it all economic problems solved and that too if we do rains agriculture depends on rains so what is that Annād bhavanti bhūtāni anna annasambhavah Yajñād bhavati parjanyo huh? uh, What is that? Yajñā karma ud The next verse also. Now, first, let us, let us see this verse itself. 3.14 See, Annād bhavanti bhūtāni Everyone subsists on food grains. Now, food grains come from rains now rains are not in our control <laughs> demigods so to please we must please the demigods and they will be most pleased when krishna is pleased yeah there is of course demigod worship but uh, actually they will be more pleased when krishna is pleased hmm. because he will order them give rain so in uh, especially in, in our kaliyuga sankirtan yajna parjanyad anna sambhava by rainfall, grains are possible. By yajnad bhavati parjanyo. From yajna comes rains. Now they are trying to do this, uh, what is that? Cloud seeding. They are going in the uh, United Arab Emirates. They are going with a plane, putting salt in the clouds. And then trying to make them heavy and then pour down as rain. They are trying to do this kind of thing. This is not... and It's, it's not a uh, sure short sure process. You can do here and then uh, they will pour there, you know. Your country nothing, the enemy country got all the water. So, anything can happen. The winds can just... It's very... Uh, and it can cause a lot of problems also. It can disrupt the eco-balance. So, anyway, the, the way how to do it is by Yajna. Yajna karma samud Now, Yajna comes from prescribed duties. Now, prescribed duties come from where? Next verse karma brahmodbhavam vidhi brahmakshara samudbhavam tasmaat sarvagatam brahma nityam yajne pratishthitam karma, these prescribed duties are prescribed where? prescribed means by who? where? what? brahma udbhavam brahma means the shabda brahma, the vedic literature and brahma akshara samudbhavam akshara means the supreme lord so the vedas are coming from the supreme lord and the vedas prescribe Prescribed duties from prescribed duties come yagna from yagna comes rains from rains come grains from grains from grains from... from... form our subsistence in this material world. So everything is connected to even our material necessities are connected to our connection with Krishna. Hmm. And therefore, tasmāt sarvagatam Brahma nityam yajñe pratishthitam. Regulated activities are prescribed in the Vedas and the Vedas are directly manifested from. The Supreme Personality of Godhead. VEDO Narayana SAKSHAT APAURUSHEYA All these words say the same thing. Consequently, the All-Pervading Transcendence is eternally situated in the Acts of Sacrifice. It's like Krishna said, what is that? NAHAM um, Vaikun Te, NAHAM YOGINAM HRIDAYESHUVA TATRA NARADA YATRA GAYAN I am there where my devotees are glorifying me. This is Sankirtan. Wherever there is Sankirtan Yajna going on, I am there. This verse also says the same thing. What is that? The, co- the all-pervading transcendence is eternally situated in acts of sacrifice. tasmāt sarvagatam nityam yajñe pratiṣṭhitaṁ yajñā, wherever there is yajñā going on. In our case, saṅkīrtan yajñā, pratiṣṭhitaṁ, tatratiṣṭhāmi, nārada. So, Krishna is there. And then, when Krishna is there, oh what I mean? tasmennapo Dadhati. eesopanisha. Fourth verse. He is the controller of the God of wind and rain and everything. So they will automatically give all. Govardhan Puja is the same thing. No need Indra worshiping. worship, Worship Govardhan, Non-different from Krishna. So he established these things. Materially. Maintenance. He has already, you know, shown the path. Now the next thing is, Balaram is the original spiritual master. Original spiritual master is Balaram. Why? Because he what does the spiritual master do what is his function he first of all always is engaging in the service of Krishna and he expands the service by training many many people into Vaishnavism and expanding the service more and more and more and sesha the expansion of Balaram is the epitome of service to the Lord that's why his name is sesha He has reached the end in serving the Lord. So by doing that he is showing how to serve the Lord. As Balaram you can see he massages Krishna's legs and you know he takes care of him like the elder brother. In Ram's incarnation, Ramasindra, Lakshman took that role but he has a younger brother he always was serving. So always he is a servitor Godhead. (coughs) And he expands the service. And like Vishwam Prabhu, yesterday, you know, there was some discussion. So, Vishwambarbhu also pointed out that this, uh, of course, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, also it is there, Bhagavatam, also. So, in the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, there is the description of the Paramatma, how Chaitya Guru, 1129.6. Naivo bayant apachitim kavayastavesha Brahma yusha pikritamridhamudha smaranta Yon tarbahistanu Acharya chaitya vapusha swagatim yanakti. O oh my Lord, transcendental poets and experts in spiritual science could not fully express their indebtedness to you even if they were endowed with the prolonged lifetime of Brahma. For you appear in two features, externally as the Acharya and internally as a super soul, to deliver the embodied living entity, living being by directing him how to come to you. <clears throat> so, he is sitting as super soul and he is seeing our desire. Once we manifest a little bit desire hmm, for our betterment, spiritual betterment, he will show, according to our desire, he will show. If you want to get cheated, he will let us go with the cheater and get burnt with the cheater. Hmm. But once we are really, really wanting to learn about who am I, why am I here, then he will lead us to the proper guru. And also, we, get, we have the thing called conscience. Conscience, even a material man can experience that. Like suppose when he is about to do something bad, maybe he is wanting to rob a bank for example or murder someone. Something tells him that, I should not do this. What is that something? That is the voice of the Paramatma. He suggests, no, 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 it's not good for you, don't go there. But if I persist, then he says, okay, your will. Then you have to suffer the consequences. Free will is there, but consequences are also there. We can do whatever we want. What is the consequences, so we have to weigh in what we really, if we really want, Swarthagatim, if we are interested in our self-interest, then we have to surrender to Vishnu or Krishna. So, he comes as Guru, Chaitya Guru. And Balaram is the original spiritual master. And he is called Bala, Ram. I mean, Bala means strength. Strength. Now, what kind of strength? Not bodybuilder strength, soul builder strength. <laughs> body useless. The soul uh, spiritual strength. Spiritual strength means uh, there is nice, very nice verses, but we will I will show you this one. So by serving the spiritual master we get the strength. Gyanashana. Actually, this this verse explains everything. So, this is Srimad Bhagavatam 7 15 45. Yavan Nirkayarathamat Mavasopakalpam Dhattegarishtacharanarchanayanishatam Gyanashimachutabalo Dadhadashtrashatru Swananda Tushta Upashanta Idam Vijaya. jnanasam what is that jnanasam the sword of knowledge nishatam nishatam means sharpening so now let's read this uh, translation and purport very very important so as long as one has to accept a material body with its different parts and paraphernalia which are not fully under one's control one must have the lotus feet of his superiors namely his spiritual master and the spiritual master's predecessors By their mercy, one can sharpen the sword of knowledge. And with the power of the Supreme Personality of Godhead's mercy, one must then conquer the enemies mentioned above. In this way, the devotee should be able to merge into his own transcendental bliss and then he may give up his body and resume his spiritual identity. Now, the word here is mentioned very nicely. Achyutabalo! means here it is translated word to word as by the transcendental strength of Krishna but there is another meaning of course there is the same meaning but Achyuta means Krishna, Bala means Balaram by the mercy of Krishna and Balaram only we can advance in spiritual life, especially Balaram I think in the birth of Krishna also it is explained. I remember reading in the Krishna book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I think, uh, of course it is a very long purpose. I think we will read the whole thing anyway. Here, Achyutabala already is mentioned there. So, in the Bhagavad-gita 4.9, the Lord says, janma One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in his material world, but attains my eternal abode, arjuna. This is the highest perfection of life, and the human body is meant for this purpose. It is said in the srimad Bhagavatam 11.20.17, nirdeha sulabham sudurlabham Plavam sukalpam guru karnadharam mayana kulenam Ritam puman bhavadhyam nataretsa apaha. This human form of body is the most valuable boat, and the spiritual master is the captain, Guru karnadharam, to guide the boat in plying across the ocean of nations. The instruction of Krishna is a favorable breeze. One must use all these facilities to cross over the ocean of nations. Since the spiritual master is the captain, one must serve the spiritual master very sincerely, so that by his mercy, one will be able to get the mercy of the Supreme Lord. A significant word here is Balaha. The spiritual master is certainly very merciful to his disciples. And consequently, by satisfying him, a devotee gets strength from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Very important. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore says, Guru Krishna Prasadepaya Bhaktilata Bija. Sisi Madhya 19.151. One must pl- first please the spiritual master and then one automatically pleases Krishna and gets the strength with which to cross the ocean of nations. So we will get Bala huh? by serving the spiritual master whose expansion of Balrama. If one seriously desires to return home back to Godhead, one must therefore become strong enough. By pleasing the spiritual master. If the spiritual master is not pleased, we are not spiritually strong. Hmm? We cannot become spiritually strong by displacing the spiritual master. For thus, one gets the weapon with which to conquer the enemy and one also gets the grace of Krishna. Now here, simply getting the weapon of Jnana is insufficient. It is like having a sword which is blunt. You hit somebody, nothing happens to him. (laughs) Because he is not sharp. (laughs) But you have to sharpen it nishatam sharpening so one must sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instructions so having knowledge is not enough service hmm. then the candidate will get the mercy of the supreme personality of godhead in general warfare must in general warfare one must take help from his chariot and horses in order to conquer his enemy and after conquering, conquering his enemies he may give up the chariot and his paraphernalia Similarly, as long as one has a human body, one should fully use it to obtain the highest perfection of life, namely going back home, back to Godhead. The perfection of knowledge is is certainly to become transcendentally situated, Brahmabhūta, Brahmabhūta 4.30.20. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, 18.54, Brahmabhūta prasannātmā, nashochati nakāṁshati samah sarveshubhūteshu madhaktim labhate See Balarām, Rām means one who is the reservoir of pleasure. So, if we have the strength, Bala, spiritual strength, then we can experience the ānanda, ārāma. What is that? ātmārāma. ātmā Atma means self, ārāma means one who is enjoying. So, one can enjoy life if we are spiritually strong. Balaram means that he is, he is the embodiment of spiritual strength and he is always blissful. And if we take shelter of him, we also will become blissful. That's why his name is Nityananda. Ananda means bliss, Nitya means eternal, eternally blissful. Hmm. Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma. Once we serve the spiritual master, we get spiritual strength to cross over the ocean of material existence. Then we become Brahma Bhuta situated. Now we are in what? Jiva Bhuta. Jiva means Atma, soul. is only known as Jiva in this material world. In the spiritual world, it is not known as Jiva because there everything is living. Here, matter is dead, and Jiva means one who which has life. There, everything has life. So, when there they are not called Jivatma, they are called Brahma. Brahma Bhuta, not Jiva Bhuta. Brahma Bhuta Prasanna Atma Nasho Chatina Kangshati Samasarvesh Bhuteshu Bhaktim One who is transcendently situated at once realizes Supreme Brahman. Supreme Brahman is Parabrahman, who is Krishna and becomes fully joyful. He never laments nor desires to have anything. He is equally disposed toward, every, toward all living entities. In that state, he attains pure devotional service. Simply by cultivating knowledge as the impersonalists do, one cannot get out of the clutches of Maya. One must attain the platform of Bhakti. Bhakti-mām abhijānāti yāvān yashcāsmi tato mām tattvato jñātva one can understand the Supreme Personality as He is only by devotional service. And when one is in full consciousness of the Supreme Lord by such devotion, he can enter into the Kingdom of God, 1855 of Bhagavad Gita. Unless one has attained the stage of devotional service and the mercy of the spiritual master in Krishna, there is a possibility that one may fall down and again accept a material body. Therefore Krishna stresses in Bhagavad Gita, janma karma chamedivyam evam yo vetti tatva taha, deham kunar janma naiti mameti sorjuna. One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world, but attains my eternal abode. Also. That means only when we do not know Krishna, then we will fall down. Hmm. The word tatvataha, meaning in reality, is very important. tatvato, See how he connected these verses. 1855 and 49. He said, Janma-karma-chame-divyam eva-myoti tatva-taha If you know me in reality, my birth and activities, then you will come back to me. But how to know in reality? Bhaktyava-mabijanati-yavanyas-casma-tatva-taha <laughs> Unless one understands Krishna in truth, by the mercy of the spiritual master, one is not free to give up his material body. Hmm. As it is stated, param padam tataha patantya-dhonadrita-yushma-dangrayaha 10-32. to 32. If one neglects to serve the lotus feet of Krishna, one cannot become free from the material clutches simply by knowledge. Hmm. Even if one attains the stage of Brahmapadam, merging in Brahman without Bhakti, he is prone to fall down. Hmm. That means even if we go to Brahman, we don't have the mercy of Balaram. Only when we break to Bhakti, under the guidance of spiritual master, then we get the strength from Balaram then we will not fall down. One must be very careful in regard to the danger of falling down again into material bondage. The only insurance is to come to the stage of bhakti from which one is sure not to fall. Then one is free from the activities of the material world. In summary, as stated by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one must get in touch with the fide spiritual master coming in the parampara of Krishna Consciousness, for by His mercy and instructions, one is able to get strength from Krishna. Thus one engages in devotional service and attains the ultimate goal of life, the lotus feet of Vishnu. Now significant in this verse are the words Jnanasim Achyutabalah. Jnanasim. Jnanasim, the sword of knowledge is given by Krishna and when one serves the Guru and Krishna in order to hold the sword of Krishna's instructions, Balaram gives one strength. Now, why we need sword? Why, why knowledge is compared to sword? Because we have knots. You know, dead knots. If you, you know, like many, many knots are there and it's all messed up. And the best way to come out of it is, not to, okay, take out this knot, take out that knot, take out this knot, and then when you're doing this, then somewhere else knot. This is how material world is. You're trying to solve one problem, another problem is coming, another problem is coming. One day I told this example, right? Story, I think some of you have maybe heard, I don't know. In the live stream I told. One day, when I was uh, in my uh, summer holidays in India, after final exams. So, we were having holidays. So, my father, he was going to work. So, before he went to work, he had this ball of thread. But, it came out of that uh, roll. It all was just knotted and everything was just like, you know, messed up. So, he asked me, Okay, this is the thread. By the time I come back in the evening, you take everything out and make it uh, straight again. Take out all these knots and all this. Unentangle it. So, then he said, this will teach you patience. This will teach you a very good lesson of patience, he said. So, I was trying. The morning I started, okay, good. Let's try. taking out one by one. And then, I take out everything and then, wow, the rest of it was still knotted. And then I was trying to take out and take out. Two and a half hours I did, almost zero progress. You I say, go to hell with this thread, I'm not going to… Do it. Why should I bother myself with the thread? My life is being wasted, I just play and enjoy my life. So, I was thinking, so actually that is how this material world is. We are thinking that we have to solve all problems. We have to, you know, unentangle this, unentangle actually just throw the whole thing away, you know? why, why would? But we don't have the, we don't have the strength to throw away. We are ourselves knotted to that. So, we, best way is, take a sword, cut the whole thing. That's why this knowledge is compared to sword. And if it is not sharp, you, you do the nothing will happen. It will not get cut. So, it has to be sharpened. So, why? Knowledge from the Guru and also serving. That's why, pranipathe ina, sevaya, upadek jñānam jñāni So now, <clears throat> jñānasana, the sword of knowledge is given by Krishna and when one serves the Guru and Krishna in order to hold the sword of Krishna's instructions, Krishna instruction on the sword. That's why they are very sharp words. Sometimes, you know, (laughs) Bhagavatam, people are scared to hear Bhagavatam class. Prabhu, very heavy Prabhu. (laughs) So, it is sharp, we have to be sharp. Otherwise, how the knot is going to be cut? Soft, soft word. (laughs) Hare Krishna, please come, take prasadam, eh? take saranam, take darshan, go away. Good, not saying not. Knowledge should be there. Awakening should be there. Every temple, this is what happens. People just come, do some archana, take some chakrapangal and then go back home. This is what people are doing. All police over. Huh? over. <laughs> Eating, going back. Nothing happening. No change. Same tea and coffee after fifty years. That also cannot give up. And sometimes in our, some temples, tea, they are serving tea. I think Lakshmi like, <inaudible> temple. You go there, <inaudible> like we give Saranamata, they give <inaudible> tea, coffee. <inaudible> <laughs> there is a so, charanamrita. <laughs> this is visham. This is not amritam. Sudham paritej visham vibant. <laughs> this is what they are doing. <laughs> they are giving up the nectar and <laughs> drinking poison. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> Balaram gives one strength to hold Krishna's instructions, the sword of Krishna's instructions. Balaram is Nityananda. Vrajendranandanajay, Sachi Hoylo Shay, Balaram Hoylo Nityan. This Bala, Balaram, comes from comes with Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and both of them are so merciful that in this age, one very easily, one may very easily take shelter of their lotus feet. They come especially to deliver the fallen souls of this age. Their weapon is Sankirtan, Harinam. Hmm. Thus one should accept the sword of knowledge from Krishna and be strong with the mercy of Balaram. We are therefore worshipping Krishna Balaram. Course, we also have Krishna and Balaram, Jagannath and Baldev. In the Mundaka Upanishad it is said, 3.2.4 nāyam ātmā balahīne nalabhyo naca brahmādāt tapasovāpyalingāt etai rupāyair yata teyastu vidvāms tasyaiṣa ātmā viṣate brahmādhāma balahīne labhyo Nayamatma ātmā balahīne no. One cannot attain the goal of life without the mercy of Balaram. Sri Narottamdas Thakur therefore says, Nithayar Karuna Habe Vraje Radha Krishna Pabe. When one receives the mercy of Balaram, Nityananda, one can attain the lotus feet of Radha and Krishna very easily. Sejambandha Nahijar, Britha Janma Gelotar, Vidya Kule Kikurivetar. If one has no connection with Nithai, Balaram, then even though he is one is very learned scholar or jnani, or has taken birth in a very respectable family, these assets will not help him. We must, therefore, conquer the enemies of Krishna Consciousness with the strength received from Balaram. This is the importance of Balaram in our spiritual life. Without the no spiritual strength. So, you see, how we have understood now, Balaram is the first expansion of Krishna, from Him come five other expansions in the service of the Lord as Sankarshan, as Karanadakrishaya Vishnu, Vishnu, Shirodakrishaya Vishnu, Anantashesh. Five incarnations. And He is serving the Lord in all these. Hmm? And you know now where these incarnations are situated. So then we have they coming. In fact, I think, is in the Krishna book, I have to locate it, I am not sure exactly where to find. You know that thing it is said that the six... Uh, sons of Devaki, the birth of Krishna and Balaram is also significant. That the six sons of Devaki that were killed and then Balaram came and then transferred into Rohini and then Krishna came. Now, there is an explanation for this by the Acharya's. Maybe you can help me find. 10, 9, 26? 10, 9? I think it's 10, 2 or something, isn't it? Somewhere. So it is said that the six sons represent, I mean six, six. Singapore, they a six like this. <laughs> Five and six. So uh, six sons of Devakim, um, they are the six. Uh, so 10, 1, huh? they are the 10, one, what is ten ten one sixty nine ten one sixty nine the purport is a purport is just one line oh additional so, What about what actually six hundred no ah yeah that part ten one 2. 10, one two yeah. so many verses are <laughs> Okay, wait. What is ten one two? What is explained here? Is it the six six son of Marichi are killed by three of the men, then leaves seven pregnancy, they go to fifty five references, after six and dam of two lobos, no others. Ten one two? Where is it mentioned? I can't see that part. Again, tell me tell me the number exactly. It's not ten one two. I'm not seeing anything here. Ten to eight, huh? 10 to 8. Okay, okay, just to ten to eight. Okay devakya garbham dhamamamakam tatsannikrishya rohinya udare within the womb of Devaki is my partial plenary expansion known as sankarshan or sesha this is balram without difficulty transform into the womb of rohini now purpo the first ex- plenary expansion of krishna is baladev also known as sesha the sesha incarnation of supreme personality of godhead supports the entire universe and the eternal mother of this Incarnation is Mother Rohini. Because I am going into the womb of Devaki, the Lord told Yogamaya, the Sesha Incarnation has already gone there and made suitable arrangements so that I may live there. Now he should enter the womb of Rohini, his eternal mother. It was not like a glitch in the plan of Krishna. Hey, I am supposed to go there, why Balram and Devaki? Move him, move him somewhere. No, it's a purpose. Everything with the Lord is purpose. Now what is the purpose? In this connection, one may ask how Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is always situated transcendentally, could enter the womb of Devaki, which had previously been entered by the six Asuras, the Shadgarbhas. Does this mean that the Shadgarbhasuras were equal to the transcendental body of the Supreme Personality of Godhead? The following answer is given by Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. The entire creation as well as its individual parts is an expansion of the energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore. Even though the Lord enters the material world, He does not do so. This is explained the, by the Lord Himself in Bhagavad Gita 9.4 and 5. tadam idam Sarvam Jagadavyakamurtina Matshani Sarva Bhutani Nachaham Deshvavas Titaham Nachamatshani Bhutani Pashame Yogamashwaram Bhuta Brhinacha Bhutastho Mamatma Bhuta My me in my unmanifested form, this entire universe is pervaded. All beings are in me, but I am not in them, and yet everything that is created does not rest in me. Behold my mystic opulence, although I am the maintainer of all the living entities, and although I am everywhere, <coughs> I am not part of this cosmic manifestation, <coughs> for myself is a very source of creation. Sarvam khalvidam brahma. Everything is an expansion of Brahman, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Yet everything is not the Supreme Godhead, and is not everywhere. <coughs> everything rests upon Him, and yet does not rest upon Him. This can be explained only through the Achintya Bheda Bheda philosophy. Such truths cannot be understood, however, unless one is a pure devotee. For the Lord says in the Bhagavad Gita 1855, Bhaktiamama Bijanati One can understand the supreme personality of Godhead as He is only by devotional service. Even though the Lord cannot be understood by ordinary persons, this principle should be understood from the statement of the Shastras. Now, a pure devotee is always transcendently situated because of executing the nine different processes of Bhakti Yoga. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Archanam, Dasam, Thus situated in devotional service, a devotee, although in the material world, is not in the material world. Yet a devotee always fears. Because I am associated with the material world, so many contaminations affect me. Therefore, he is always alert in fear, which gradually diminishes his material association. This is the proper use of fear in Krishna consciousness. Now, fear is, uh, you know, one becomes fearful. But fear, you know, his devotee is also fearful in this way. Prahlad Maharaj also expressed his fear towards Maya. He said, "Narasimha I am not afraid of your ghastly form, but I am afraid of Maya. A devotee should be afraid of Maya in the way that he should be remained an alert, not like uh, becoming lax. Ah, maya cannot touch me. Ah, what is that? I am Maya is not is uh, no my servant. If I behave like that, then I'll be kicked." <coughs> It was Therefore, is always alert in fear which diminu- gradually diminishes. He is a material association. Now, symbolically, Mother Devaki's constant fear of Kamsa was purifying her. A pure devotee should always fear material association. And in this way, all the Asuras of material association will be killed as the Shadgarbhasuras were killed by Kamsa. Now, this is another symbolical explanation given by Vishwanachakravita Thakur what is that devaki's constant for kamsa was the personification of maya or material material uh, i mean this, uh, so material world so her fear for kamsa was purifying her a pure devotee should always fear material association <coughs> and kamsa is a ma- i mean embodiment of material association <coughs> all materialistic people are asuras against krishna consciousness A pure devotee should always fear material association. And in this way, all the Asuras of material association will be killed. What are the Asuras of material association? As the asuras were killed by Kamsa. It is said that from the mind, Marichi appears. In other words, Marichi is is an incarnation of the mind. Marichi has six sons, Kama, Krodha, Lobha, Moha, Mada and Matsarya. Lust, anger, greed, illusion, madness and envy. So if a devotee remains alert, and fearful of Maya always, <coughs> 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 then he can easily give up these six dirty things. Kama dinam um, katina katidha palita durni deshas, teshaam jata main karuna natrapano paśanti. Utsra Jaita yadupate sampratam labdha buddhisthva mayatah. So, there it is said in this verse that Kama Dinam Katina Katidha Palita. So, I have been serving this Kama Dinam, beginning with Kama, all these six. I have been serving for time immemorial. No Upashanti, no peace in my life for millions of years. Now I have come to Krishna consciousness, I am trying to give them up. How we can give them up? By having this fear of Maya and being very careful. Following the regulative principle, that's why that, that 5.8.8, the purport, prabhu, prabhu always shows that we have to follow everything, and then we will not follow. Otherwise, however advanced we may be, we may fall down. Pralad Maharaj also expressing his fear towards Maya. Ah. <clears throat> so, Devaki's fear towards Kamsa is symbolical to the devotee's fear towards material existence. And if he has that, and if he is careful in his Krishna consciousness, then kaam, krodha, lobha, moha, atsarya lust, anger, greed, illusion, madness, and we will be dispelled. And then what happens? The Supreme Personality of Godhead appears in pure devotional service. This is confirmed in the Vedas, Bhakti revainam darshayati. That's a good, good, good sloka to remember. Bhakti revainam darshayati. Only Bhakti can bring one in contact <coughs> with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Supreme Personality of Godhead appeared from the womb of Devaki and therefore Devaki symbolically represents Bhakti and Kamsa symbolically represents material fear. When a pure devotee always Fears material association, his real position of bhakti is manifested and he naturally becomes uninterested in material enjoyment. When the six sons of Marichi are killed by such fear and one is freed from material contamination, within the womb of bhakti, the Supreme Personality of Godhead appears. Thus, the seventh pregnancy of Devaki signifies the appearance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. After the six sons, Kama, Krotha, Lobha, Moha, Mother and Matsarya are killed, the Sesha incarnation creates a suitable situation for the appearance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, <clears throat> so one's heart is purified by the strength of Sesha or Balram, and then our heart is ready to receive Krishna. Just like when you, you know, when you invite somebody to your home, if everything is dirt, dirty—couch all dirty, chair all dirty—you will first dust it all. No, come, come, you know, now sit down here. You no, know? so like that, we have to clean our heart. So these dirty things must go. To place like Hanuman, he could show Sita Ram. How? It was pure heart. If our heart is full of dirt, then we cannot show like this. <laughs> you open and then die. So like Sila tang Tankana Kalaya. So that's all happened. So <clears throat> in other words, one uh, when one awakens his natural Krishna consciousness, Lord Krishna appears. This is the explanation given by Srila Vishwanasa Chakravatha so Lord Baladev creates a suitable situation in our heart, give us a spiritual strength to place Krishna in our heart. Tumar Sada Govind Vishram Song by ya Karo Vaishnava Gosai So all this is there, these are the significance of Lord Balaram. So we'll stop here, you can read more from the Krishna book about his killing of are so many things. You know, Deenu and of course, uh, many. In fact, he also has uh, his own set of gopis. Many things are there in the Krishna book, and then, uh, you know, Nitya Prabhu, of course, is Balram himself. So these things we have to take note. All right, we'll stop here. Says Sri Sri Balram Bhagwan ki, Krishna Balram ki, Bindavanthaam ki, Taigaur Prima. बलराम जयंती महा महोत्सव की